Chapter 35 Tested and Never Found Wanting Kaka Mahajani's Friend and Master Bandra Insomnia Case Bala Patil Nevaskar This chapter also continues with the subject of the importance and effectiveness of the Udi. It also gives two cases in which Baba was tested and not found wanting. These cases will be taken up first. Preliminary In spiritual matters or endeavors, sectarianism is the greatest bar to our progress. Those who believe that God is without form are heard saying that to believe that God is with the form is an illusion and that the saints are only human beings then why should they bow down their heads before them and offer Dakshina? Persons belonging to other sects will also raise objections and say, why should they bow and offer allegiance to other saints leaving their own gurus? Similar objections regarding Sai Baba were heard before and even now. Some said that when they went to Shirdi, Baba asked for Dakshina from them. Is it good that saints should collect money in this fashion? If they do so, where is their sainthood? But there are many instances where men went to Shirdi to scoff but remained there to pray. Two such incidents are given below. Kaka Mahajani's friend. A friend of Kaka Mahajani was a worshipper of Nirgun god without form and was adverse to idolatry. Out of curiosity he agreed to go to Shirdi with Kaka Mahajani on two conditions. That, that is, one, that he would neither bow down to Baba and two, nor pay him any Dakshina. Kaka agreed to these conditions and they both left Bombay on a Saturday night and reached Shirdi the next morning. As soon as they put their feet on the steps of the masjid, Baba, looking at the friend from a little distance, addressed him in sweet words as follows. Oh, welcome, sir. The tone in which he uttered these words was a very peculiar one. It exactly resembled the tone of the friend's father. It reminded him of his departed father and sent a thrill through the, his body. What an enchanting power the tone had. Being surprised, the friend said, This is no doubt the voice of my father. Then he at once went up and forgetting his resolution, placed his head upon Baba's feet. Then Baba asked for Dakshina twice, once in the morning and again at noon. At the time of taking leave, he asked it from Kaka only and not from the friend. The latter whispered to Kaka, Baba asked for Dakshina from you twice. I am with you. Why does he ignore me? You ask Baba yourself, was Kaka's reply. Baba asked Kaka what his friend was whispering. Then the friend asked Baba himself whether he should pay any Dakshina. Baba replied, you had no mind to pay, so you were not asked, but if you want to pay now, you may. Then the friend paid 
rupees 17 as Dakshina, the same amount that Kaka paid. Baba then addressed him with a few words of advice. You destroy the te telly wall, that is the sense of difference between us, so that we can see and meet each other face to face. Then Baba allowed them to leave. Though the weather was cloudy and rough, Baba assured them of their safe journey and both of them reached Mumbai safely. When he reached home and opened the door and windows of his house, he found two sparrows dead on the ground and one just flying out through a window. He thought that if he had left the windows open, two sparrows would have been saved, but thought again that they had met their lot and that Baba had sent him back soon just to save the third sparrow. Kaka Mahajani's Master Kaka was the manager in the firm of Thakkar Dharamsi Jethabai, a solicitor of Mumbai. Both the master and the manager were on intimate terms. Mr. Thakkar knew that Kaka would often go to Shruti, stay there for some days and return when Baba permitted him. Out of curiosity, Mr. Thakkar decided to go to Shirdi with Kaka during Shimga holidays. As Kaka's return was uncertain, he took another man with him for his company. The third, the three of them started together and Kaka brought two saves of raisin, that is dried grapes with seed, on the way for presentation to Baba. They reached Shirdi in due time and went to the masjid for darshan. Baba Sahib Tarkte was also there and Mrs. Thakkar asked him why he came there for darshan. Tarkad replied, Mr. Thakkar asked if miracles took place there. Tarkad replied that it to see miracles was not the concern the earnest intentions of the Bhakt were satisfied here. Then Kaka prostrated himself before Baba and offered the raisins to him. Baba ordered them to be distributed. Mr. Thakkar also got a few of them. He did not want to have the raisins as he was advised by his doctor not to eat them without washing and cleaning them. As he was in a fix, he did not want to eat them, nor could he reject them. To keep up formalities, he put them into his mouth, but did not know what to do with the seeds. He could not spit them out on the floor of the masjid, so he pocketed them against his wish. He then said in his mind that if Baba was a saint, how could he be ignorant of his dislike for the raisins and how could he force them on him? When this thought arose in his mind, Baba again gave him some more raisins. He could not eat them but held them in his hand. Then Baba asked him to eat them. He obeyed and found to his surprise that they were all seedless. He wanted to see miracles and here was one. He knew that Baba read his thought and as per his wish, converted raisins with seeds into seedless grapes. What a wonderful power! Again to test further, he asked Tarkat, who was sitting by and who also got some raisins, 
What kind of grapes you got? He replied, the variety with seeds. Mr. Tucker was still more surprised to hear this. Then to confirm his faith further, Thakkar thought in his mind that if Baba was a real saint, the raisins should be now given to Kaka first. Reading this thought also, Baba ordered that distribution should be commenced from Kaka. These proofs were sufficient for Thakkar. Then Shama introduced Mr. Thakkar as the master of Kaka, upon which Baba said, how could he be his master? He has got a different master altogether. Kaka appreciated this reply. After forgetting his resolve, Thakkar saluted Baba and returned to the Vada. After the noon Aarti was over, they all went to the masjid for taking Baba's leave for their departure. Shama spoke for them. Baba then spoke as follows. There was a fickle-minded gentleman. He had health and wealth and was free from both physical and mental afflictions, but he took on needless anxieties and burdens and wandered hither and thither, thus losing his peace of mind. Sometimes he dropped the burdens and at other times carried them again. His mind knew no steadiness. On seeing this state, I took pity on him and said, Now keep your faith on one place you like. Why roam like this? Thakkar at once understood that this was an exact description of himself. He wished that Kaka should also return with him, but no one expected that Kaka would be allowed to leave Shirdi so soon. Baba read his thought also and permitted Kaka to return with his master. Then Baba asked Kaka for 15 rupees as Dakshina and received it. He said, if I take one rupee as Dakshina from anybody, I have to return tenfold to him. I never take anything gratis. I never ask anyone indiscriminately. I only ask and take from him whom the Fakir that is my Guru points out. If anyone is indebted formally to the Fakir, Dakshina is received from him. The donor gives, that is, sows his seeds only to reap a rich harvest in future. Wealth should be the means to work out Dharma. If it is used for personal enjoyment, it is wasted. Unless you have given it before, you do not get it now. So the best way to receive it is to give. The giving of Dakshina advances Vairagya, that is non-attachment, and thereby Bhakti and Dhyan. Give one and receive tenfold. On hearing these words, Mr. Thakur himself gave 15 rupees in Baba's hand, forgetting his earlier resolve not to do so. He thought it was good that he came to Shirdi as all his doubts were resolved and he learned so much. Baba's skill in handling such cases was unique. Though he conducted all that, he was totally non-attached to them. Whether anybody saluted him or not, or whether anybody gave him Dakshina or not, all was same to him. He felt no pressure. If he was worshipped and left, 
no pain if he was disregarded. He had transcended the pairs of opposites, that is, pleasure and pain, etc. Insomnia case. A Kayasht Prabhu gentleman of Bandra suffered from insomnia for long. As soon as he lay down for sleep, his departed father appeared to him in his dream, abused and scolded him severely. This disturbed his sleep and made him restless the whole night. Every night this went on and the band did not know what to do. One day he consulted a devotee of Baba in this respect. He recommended the Udi as the only infallible remedy he knew. He gave him some of the Udi and asked him to apply a little on his forehead before going to bed and keeping the Udi packet under his pillow. He tried this remedy and found to his great surprise and joy that he had a sound sleep and there was no disturbance of any kind. He continued the remedy and always remembered Sai. Then he got a picture of Sai Baba which he hung on the wall near his pillow and started worshipping it daily and on Thursdays offered garland, nevedya, etc. Then he got well and forgot his trouble altogether. Balaji Patil Nevaskar This man was a great devotee of Baba. He rendered excellent and selfless service. Every day he swept and kept clean all the passages and streets in Shirdi through which Baba passed in his daily round. After him, this work was done equally well by another devotee, Radha Krishnamai, and after her by Abdullah. When Balaji re reaped his corn every year, he brought the whole quantity and presented it to Baba. He returned with what Baba gave him back and maintained himself and his family with it. This course was followed by him for many years and after him by his son also. Power and Efficacy of Udi Once it happened that on Balaji's death anniversary, a certain number of guests were invited and the dinner was prepared for them. But at dinner time, it was found that thrice the number of people invited turned up. Mrs. Nevaskar was in a fix. She thought that the food would not suffice for the people assembled and if it fell short, the honor of the family would be at stake. Her mother-in-law confronted her by saying, don't be afraid, it is not ours but size food. Cover every vessel with cloth, putting some udi in it and serve from the same without opening it. Sai will save us from inignomity. She did as she was advised and it was found to their surprise and joy that not only did the food suffice for all but plenty of it remained after serving. As one feels intently so he realizes accordingly was proved in this case. Sai appearing as serpent once Raghu Patil of Shirdi went to Balaji Patil at Nuas. That evening he found that a serpent entered the cowshed hissing. All the cattle were afraid and became restless. The inmates of the house 
were frightened, but Balaji thought that it was Sai, who appeared in his house as a serpent. Without being afraid in the least, he brought a cup of milk and placing it before the serpent said, Baba, why do you hiss like this? Do you want to frighten us? Take this cup of milk and drink it with a calm mind. Saying this, he sat down close by. The other members were frightened and did not know what to do. In a short time, the serpent disappeared of its own and nobody knew where it went. It was not found, though a thorough search was made in the cowshed. Balaji had two wives and some children. They sometimes went to Shirdi from Nivas for taking Baba's darshan. Then Baba bought saris and other clothes which were given to them with his blessings. Bow to Sri Sai. Peace be to all.